0: Of the
1: All right, welcome back to part two of a fabulous episode of Men in the Machine. I'm Kevin. And I'm DJ. And if you listen to the last one, you understand what is going on here. We just got done with the, I'm going to say, after having arguably like what, 10 minutes to reflect. Mm-hmm. The ending of a phenomenal D and inspired role playing adventure book called Virtual Reality Adventure Twist of Fate. I think I called it Twisted Fate at the end of the last podcast, but that's irrelevant. Um, where DJ died to a genie? Yes. Just literally, like, could not beat the genie. Now nah, you, it even said you were like struck by its blade, like like placed yeah, on its skewered blade. on its blade.
0: Oh. So if you want to see, if you want to hear that, you won't yeah. see it because it's a.
1: You can listen to that, but the, I, I have flirted <laughs> with the idea of doing like just a simple a podcast Yeah, like I have my Connect over there, I have my Razor one here, and I have the iMac there. I literally have three webcams I could set up all at once and get angles and do like a full on podcast
0: But the important thing to take away from oh that, sorry, sorry if sorry. you if you don't want to listen to that. Is that we we have a challenge that we have two bottles of wine that we need to get to the bottom of by by the end of this. And we we finished that adventure and I died. Unfortunately. Uh, And it's it I don't know how long there's going to be a gap between part one and part two for you guys, the listeners, but there's been a gap of
1: ten minutes for us. We are more than halfway through the bottles now. Oh my gosh, we're three quarters. So we're going we we have to be three quarter. Actually, I'm gonna finish the white, you finish the red, because I'm really digging that way. Sounds good. And we are um, we're gonna just do some free okay. talk now. Take just a just a touch more white because I don't want to rob you of sure, sure of, of the good good. Um, so I have a bunch of things I would like to chit chat here about. Yeah, as I rub on my Is goddamn. But yeah, it's perfect on my bug bites that I'm trying to avoid. See. So yeah, we're about even. Basically. Uh, let's start at the top with the one thing we keep joking about, but the one thing I really, really want to talk about because I understand that I take it too far. One piece. Yeah. Let's finally talk about one piece. All right. So this isn't something we flirted with for a while. I've flirted with forever because all my friends back home, uh, actually my, my buddy, Matt listens to this podcast. He was one of the first big one piece guys from my, from, from the original group of friends that got into it. You know, um, I've talked about it on the podcast here. Obviously, when I started the podcast, I was back in New York, but I've talked about it on the podcast here a lot. Uh, I've lived in a lot of different places. I'm talking about my group of friends from high school. Okay. Matt was the introduction for me, and I would assume, I could be wrong, maybe Lucas, uh, the start of One Piece into the group of friends. When they got into it real hard, I think like 600 was where it was at. Okay. So this was years ago. Because the anime has been going on since 1999. Yep. And it's currently at like 986 uh, or some shit. Who knows? So, yeah, I think if you rolled it back to when I was living in Oswego. Yeah, uh, no, it was when I was in Wilseyville living in New York in 2013-ish. 14-ish. They were really into it. It was an anime I got really into before I knew what it was, right? I'm not an anime like you are. You can name, without a doubt, a hundred more titles of anime than I ever could. Just, just, I'm really? just talking in general, right? Like, I didn't know what Gear and Logan was until we saw Watch Mojo list, and that's like one of the OGs. Like, that's one of the big boys. That's one of the ones that everyone knows, and I didn't know it. I mean, it is more recent than some of the older ones, but. But, but I mean, in terms of like where it's held on respect of right, like yeah. what a in anime is. Let's just say in for that. Sure, yeah. You know, I've seen some naruto i've seen dragon ball z one piece one punch man death no uh you know those kind of shitty ones well they're not shitty they're great but i'm saying i don't have the deep knowledge so when they showed me one piece i didn't realize it had the following it did so i watched it i would watch i worked at a a independent verizon store where i worked 10 to 12 hour shifts because i opened and closed the store by myself as a single employee And I would sit behind the computer screen and watch one piece on watchop.com, which is now closed, when customers weren't there. I watched, which is why I'm like, it's why I have trouble understanding your pace, which I appreciate that you're letting me watch it with you. Let me just say that. I love that you're letting me watch most of it with you. But anyways, I watched like 400 episodes in one summer because I I was watching it at work. Like I had nothing else to do, you know? It wasn't a get home and do thing. It was, I could be watching it at all times. Right. So I didn't realize it had the following it did. So I told my buddy Dane, I loved One Piece. He was in Japan and he saw just how big it was in Japan. I mean, there's trains that literally have Luffy's fists stretching from end to end.
0: Yeah, I sent you a picture of uh, when I was in Japan of just... How much One Piece was all over uh, Yokosuka when I was there? So right, that it's, was uh,
1: it's like all you
0: might still f- actually have that picture on your phone if you do. It when I, I bet it to it's you. in the message. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I didn't realize how big it was. So, anyways, as I start meeting other friends and you know, like you guys who are weave ass bitches, mm. I realize uh, that One Piece is the anime. You know, it's it's the biggest of it's. The Dragon Ball Z from the early 2000s, you know what I mean? Well,
0: they, they have um, the big, uh, I think it was like the big three, which the, they called them the big three shonen anime that came out around the same time, Right. were Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. Right. Now,
1: we all know what history did to Bleach. Ugh. Um, I don't even have to have watched all of what people talk about to know what Bleach is about.
0: Now, actually, this would be a good point to give my history with One Piece and how I. How well, I got so I want to get there. So, so just keep okay. doing
1: your anime. Thing. Yep. No, that, that, that's all okay. I got. So, so what I want to get to there on is is the the history of my One Piece. So you all know, and and DJ, you know how fandoms work and how they're toxic more often than not. Mm-hmm. You have the Harry Potter guys. You have the Rick and Morty guys. You have the Supernatural guys, where it's like you hype up a show, a movie, a story, a franchise, Star Wars, mm. beyond what it actually is, right? I, I like uh-huh. to think that I understand my personal tastes versus objective good and bad as far as, because even objectivity, objectivity doesn't exist, right? Good and bad fluctuates dependent on what the criteria of what good and bad is. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, I like to think that and obviously this is probably false, that I am a decent judge of objectivity, but I choose to live in subjectivity. I choose to be like, I love this. Well, of course. Right. And I like to be
0: passionate about things too. Right. If people have followed me from other things that I've done, then they they know that I tend to be more positive on things than negative because I just
1: find that life's easier to live that way. And it definitely is. Uh, uh, Patrick lately has been sharing a lot of stuff that's like, you don't gain anything from hating something. Yes. But you gain a lot from liking something. Mm -hmm. And even if something's bad, I can tend to try and find the good in it. Well, I mean, hell, the beginning of me and you doing podcasts together was, shit, before you had your podcast, was taking bad quote-unquote movies and having fun with them. Like I can honestly tell you, I will have a good time and watch Space Truckers over and over. I love Space Truckers. That was a good one. That's what I mean. Like, listen it, back to that podcast. That oh my time. god, <laughs> that was great. When I think it's called like Space Truckin' or something it's, on the way. It was Space Truckers, right? It, it's just it was a fun time. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like there are very few things where I will quote unquote gatekeep and step outside of my personal love and tell you this is better than what i think and there's like three big things in my mind off the top of my head that that hits with one watchman mm. like i i can honestly tell you yes it's my favorite book of all time i have my dr manhattan tattoo and i will have many more in one day but that exists outside of it two comic books as a whole i think that the medium of art is undervalued and undermined by people who think it's still for kids, and that superheroes are lame. I mean, obviously you've seen me get up about Superman.
0: Right, and superheroes are very oversaturated in this day and age, right. and they've taken on a very different form from what the comics originally were. Right. And I would say that, overall, you're a bit more of a purit. Like, you, you don't hate the MCU.
1: No! And there's a lot of movies in there that you actually love, but... Winter Soldier is maybe my favorite superhero movie ever.
0: But you also think that there's uh, a respect that needs to be paid to
1: the comics Iron Man as is well. shit. Yes. <laughs> so, no, no, no. I, that was but yes, I get what you're saying. And that would be my number 2, and my number 3 is One Piece. I think One Piece is potentially the greatest form of long-form storytelling. Hmm. That could all change with the ending. Of course, it well, isn't
0: over as we right.
1: record this. We have uh, six years. They say 20 f- 2025 to 2026 is the projected ending for the anime. The man- the manga may end in 2024. We have years, but that being said, and with your experience thus far, and if I ever get into spoiler territory, just shut me down, because obviously bottles of wine are going to do that. But I won't. I won't. It's
0: one of those things that's hard to talk about because you'll, you'll oh, get people to...
1: She'll never listen to this, but my God, the thing she spoiled for herself dude Woo! anyways um
0: like I've tried to listen to some other things where there there's podcasts talking about one piece I think they're very good i I think they're worth listening to, but there's a trap that you tend to fall into when you get like one piece veterans talking to one piece newbies and they'll be like. Like, someone will be like, I watched the first episode. I think that Kobe was kind of lame. And then they'll be like, oh, but just wait till you get to Barry 5 where Kobe
1: is. (laughs) Yeah, the classic. (laughs) What was that guy's name? Z something. I don't remember.
0: Uh, pro, Pro ZD. Yeah,
1: there it is. Um. So, so, uh, uh, let me prerequisite this. The podcast
0: I was listening to, which by the way was called the One Piece Virgin Podcast, I think it's worth mentioning. I love it because, um, but yeah, they actually even stop and they're like, "Wait, we're being like that pro ZD skit now, right?" So let,
1: let me just say that you know, but it's I, hard.
0: It's hard to do that. Well, it I, is, I, I and
1: I've got two examples of it. Um, So let me just preface this by saying I apologize for my lack of memory. DJ will fill in what I can't. I'm mostly an emotional person. I remember big moments and I have a very hard time with names and and filler. and Not filler. We'll get on that later. Um, And in connected moments. I, I struggle. But the point is, one piece I truly believe is the best form of long form storytelling there's ever been. And two of our... So four of my friends have finally started to get into it. I begged... Countless number of people to watch it DJ's the farthest of ever anyone, which is why we're talking about this here today and Every single one of them so far has said the exact same thing depending on where they're at. It starts Okay, which I think is treated as a negative and it should not be it mm-hmm. starts like an anime starts It starts fine, right? Mm-hmm. There's a story. There's a protagonist. He gets a friend yada yada you learn his powers you learn his enemies like whatever we are talking
0: also very specifically about the anime and not the manga right here
1: uh right i know
0: that there is a bit of a a difference between the two and how they're presented and how they're paced but we are tonight talking about the anime
1: right um and uh one of my favorite things that sarah has ever said to me and i can actually say to you is still true is one of the things that both annoyed her and she loved was that every single time an arc ends in the early on, you feel like the story is finally taking off, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that. Is, so for you, I know exactly where you're at because we're watching it. You're in the Foxy Pirate arc, which is my... Yeah, we're
0: right now in Long Ring Longland,
1: Which is my favorite mini arc. I'm not going to call it a filler anymore because I didn't understand what filler was. It's my favorite mini arc in the entire thing, and you're about to see why when we get to there. Maybe tomorrow while we're hanging out in the morning. Yeah, well, why not? Um. So good. Uh, even where you're at, you could watch your next arc you've heard of water seven i'm not gonna say anything everyone's heard of water Seven. everyone's heard of water seven you could finish water seven and be like oh the story is quote unquote finally taking (laughs) off which would be fair but then you get to the next the next the next i think the misconception about one piece and this is tommy's big thing he calls the whole thing filler one piece and you can apparently
0: never seen a series that is all filler he watched (laughs) because i
1: have so he watched 60 episodes of one piece and naruto is a better anime let me just not even begin to get how angry i am about that statement uh so let me just i'm just talking to you and you're gonna fill in next right so uh uh the the never-ending feeling like it's jumping off point right the misconception and the common thing is, like, even Jake has said where he's at, he's just finishing Barati, which is awesome. That's, I know, you mm-hmm. like, one of your favorite arcs so far. Um, he constantly keeps saying, like, yeah, it's pretty good. But the thing he's never saying is, oh, it's fallen off. Like, that's the thing right. with One Piece, right? Is is there, the... The, the, it, it, it's Don't say consistent because it's not. It's all not... never values. Exactly. It's not consistent. It's a never-ending climb of greatness so mm-hmm. far. Uh, I mean, let's just say that so far. So my last piece before I hand it off to you to put your your taste on it, right? Is that uh, as you watch it, right? And you feel like there's that never ending point. The misconception is that it's a classic shonen potential un uh, what's it called unlocked potential anime. Oh
0: yeah, they, where you. Oh no, his power level was actually five thousand points right. higher than I thought it was going to be,
1: and now he can beat me. Right. Oh no. And it's not that the show never does that. It's that people want this show to be, here's your crew, which, by the way, you're not even close to finishing your crew, where mm-hmm. you're at. You're in the 200s. You don't even know three members. All like, right. uh, maybe more than that. I can't remember off the top of my well, head. Well, we'll
0: definitely have spoilers up to Long Ring, Long Land here. We'll get right. that out of the way right now. Right. Um, but what... One thing Jake said is like, okay, I'm at Baradia, so they've got the five, right? Yeah. The five. The the, the the only five that are going to be the right. main characters of this and show, right? to
1: you, that's the blank. To me, that's the blank. And to someone who's farther than me, because I'm not caught up, is like, you mean the blank. Yeah. So what I'm talking about of the misconception is people want this to be uh, fucking Goku- Krillin, Vegeta, Piccolo, we've got our team, right?
0: Krillin, Vegeta, and Piccolo only matter sometimes.
1: It's basically just wait until Goku shows up to win. Exactly. One Piece is not that. The largest arc, what I have said on record and started a big argument in the group chat about was that the best arc in anime happens in One Piece. It's not even about the crew. Like, this show is not about the specific person of course it is i mean obviously that's reductive to say of course it's about luffy Um, of course it's about his crew but the show allows you to learn an entire universe not as filler but as a way of making you understand that strong guy doesn't show up to fight strong guy no 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 world moves Mm. the shikibukai change the Yonkos change like shit in that world continues to happen not because of Luffy. You're using some terminology. I know that okay, the, the, I'm these, sorry.
0: Are, these are the untranslated terms. That you I'm sorry. Getting right, I'm getting So Yonko, I don't know. Shibukai, I know, is uh, the, the seven Shikibukai. warlords. Shikibukai. Right. Yeah, that's the seven warlords, right?
1: Right. And, they, and you've already seen Five of them, you said, right? I'm not going to name any names.
0: Yeah, we've got five uh, so far where I'm at at long ring, long ring. We can name names if we're just saying. Well, no, for yours, are... I'm,
1: I'm not going to go past yours. Right, yeah. Right, but so like, for yours, you have
0: Mi- Mihawk. Mihawk, yep. Uh, Doflamingo. Doflamingo, yep. You have
1: uh, Crocodile, of course. Crocodile, <laughs> come on. Alabaster. Oh, I think he's been revoked of his status right now, so there's currently a vacancy. So so there's a good point, right? So, so let's stop right there before we name any more other Shikibukai. Mm you've already experienced in a traditional anime you'd move on from that in one piece crocodile one of the shikibukai the seven warlords of the sea they're called there are pirates who are basically they're basically privateers but like yeah, really badass ones granted exception because the the navy realizes like they'd be a fucking problem but also they're not too much of a problem so let's hire them to keep everyone else low so crocodile yeah the one of the best arcs Um, So far, actually, I like Skype more, and I think you do too. Um, Skype is good. Skype is really good. Uh, You get these characters, right? And in a traditional anime, uh, or in a traditional shonen anime, Luffy would fight all seven of the Shikibukai to beat them, to go on to the Yeah, And their number would be gradually decreasing as
0: you you go. Right.
1: In One Piece, however, we fought one. And he got revoked his status, and that empty space is going to get... Yeah, filled. where
0: they are, the, the 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 Marines are scrambling. The world government is scrambling to fill his spot because they need these people. They, they fill an important role.
1: Right. Uh, Shall we? Yeah, yeah. We're going to give it a quick pause. One second. All right. So what I was saying was, um, in this time, right, you have witnessed seven... Or five of the seven Shikibu guys. There's two still hidden.
0: Yeah, we didn't name uh, Jinbei, Kuma, and... Uh,
1: oh, you've already met Jinbei and Kuma? We didn't... Well, we see, saw him, Kuma. Seen them, seen them, seen And him.
0: Arlong was like, yeah, Jinbei's a big deal.
1: Jinbei is a big deal. Um, actually, all of them are big deals. Mm. So that's kind of the point I'm making, right? So we've met five of them. Mm. There's two still missing. It's not that they're the next step to... The Admirals, to the Yonkos, to these people that DJ hasn't met. It's that they're a fucking big deal. And Luffy beat one of them. Although, he lost twice and then beat him on the third drive. This show is not about constantly fighting and winning. It's about a world that's evolving and Luffy trying to find his place in it, right? Like, mm-hmm. so far of what you've seen, right? Right. So, uh, Crocodile losing and losing his spot, that's a void filled. Most animes would be like, "Ah, oh, guess what? We got six Shikibu guy. No, 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 no. You've got seven, someone's coming. that, that sort of like so so um, to speak for Tommy, no offense towards you, uh, Tommy, if you listen to this at all, you know I love you with all my heart. He, thi- he exa- his exact words to me in a text were it's all filler. And I can see where he's coming from, right? I can understand that. You want to see Big Bad Main Guy punch Big Bad Bad Guy with a good story. I get that. One Piece is a passion product by a single guy, Ichiro Oda, who has written only a single story in his entire life, and he is going to see it until the end. Like, to call it filler is the most insulting thing ever. Well... I'm trying not to gatekeep here. You need to keep me... So, here, I think I'll qualify a statement, because I'm trying to suppose where he's
0: coming from, and I don't know Tommy, so... So take this with a grain of salt, Tommy, if you're listening. Fair, but one thing that I had heard about it that was a
1: notion oh, that actually, I sorry, like, that's a really good. I thing. never actually
0: did give my history on it.
1: That's a good thing to point out is that you're part of the four people I push to watch. Mm-hmm. You just did it earlier and have been more consistent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, continue. So
0: the um, a notion that a lot of people know about this is that uh, Oda doesn't like killing off characters. And if you're one of those people who are like, you know, Game of Thrones is super intense because anyone can die at any time, and that's what makes the world deep and interesting, if you're thinking along those lines, I can see how One Piece might seem disappointing to you because you have this notion in your head, there's no stakes here because no one's going to die. Right. The exact opposite of Game of Thrones. Right. Right. But That's not quite right. That's not quite the right attitude to take So, so
1: let's get spoilers right out the way, right? Mm-hmm. Death. Let's talk death real quick. Oda does not treat death lightly. He wants everyone to live.
0: Yeah, if a character is going to die, it's going to be an extremely important moment.
1: I was going to say, if they get a name, they live. Or, I mean, if they get a name, you know they're important. But that's not true. He gives everyone everything. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but um, look, look, um, I think up to where you're at, the big death, right, has been uh, in Alabasta.
0: There was I uh, I can't... Uh, Pell.
1: Pell explodes, but they imply he might be alive. All right. I won't say anything. Um, so that's the big death to this point, right? Mm-hmm. Pell... I think that's the biggest death to this point.
0: And there's some in the backstory too. Like, uh, right. what was her name? I hate that I can't remember this because it was such a good story. But uh, I said at the top, I'm not responsible for remembering names. <laughs> I said, uh, I'm clear that and case. I'm a little drunk. But the woman who uh,
1: who raised Dami. Oh, okay, sure, sure. I, she we, dies in the backstory. We all know who you're talking about, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. She passes away in the backstory, which is a big deal. Arlong Park is. A big deal. And it's not that, that there aren't actually life and death stakes going
0: on. It's that I feel like Oda doesn't feel like it's useful to kill a character if there still could be a use for that character.
1: Uh, I think it's that and also uh, so this term in comics has been used and I don't necessarily love it but fridging right? Mm. A character only dies to support a uh To move another character's plot. Right. I think Oda uses that, but in a more masterful way of giving that character purpose first, right? Mm. So fridging in comics is like, hey, we're going to show you a person and in the next issue, kill them to move someone forward. Mm. I think Oda is like, no, no, no. We're going to give you a hundred episodes of why this person is awesome and then fridge them. And it, it...
0: All right. Well, it's not fridging if you establish... The, the the reason the term fridging came about is because the it was a character, from what I understand, that was literally stuffed into a fridge. Like, it, cut it, up and it's stuffed fr- into it's a from,
1: fridge. It, okay, so it's from early Kyle, Kyle Rayner's Green Lantern. Green Lantern. He uh, went off on his world, came back to his girlfriend, she was stuffed in a fridge, and the villain of the time was the person who did it. Right, so the problem... The reason it
0: came up as a problem is that the girlfriend... ...is not really a character that exists. Right. She... She doesn't really have any traits. She doesn't have any motivations. Right. She The only reason the character was included in the story was so that she could die to give Kyle motivation... Right. ...to do what he does. Right. It's different when you actually establish a character, have them have motivation, have them have goals, have them have relationships and then you have them die, that's not what fridging is. That's, right, 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 right. I agree. That's, that's a big dramatic moment that carries a lot of weight.
1: But here's here's where I will... Here's why I bring this up, right? So, Sarah, she locks on to a specific thing she likes, and if it changes, everything's bad. Mm. And I don't think she's unique in that. I think that is everyone, right? So, when you're watching One Piece, you see... I mean, you know how much I love Luffy. I don't got to hide it. I don't got to say anything. Uh, uh -uh. He is arguably the most like fascinating protagonist in my mind ever. And as you continue, there's a reason why I'm pushing you to Water Seven. As you as you realize more about who he is and what drives him, it makes him fascinating, right? So a lot of people will latch on to certain things in the story, and that's why they call it filler. Because they'll latch on to something, and one piece will take forty episodes to show you something else. And they'll be like, why? Why? And it's, well, because
0: this... So so you look at, like, the Syrup Island arc, which is a pretty early one. Right. And you'd be like, well, I mean, they got Usopp out of it, but was all the stuff with, with Kuro and, uh, like, Usopp's girlfriend. I think her name was Kaya. I don't remember. Who cares? Um, but, like, well, they're not... They didn't do anything going forward, so why... No, right, here, let's use one them. that's not
1: spoiler-filled at all, right? But that's not really spoiler-filled, either. I so... meant for me to you. Okay. Buggy. Sure, buggy. That's real early. That's a real early one where they lay it on the table. They show you that here's a villain who's silly. Luffy's, or uh, Zoro's gonna try to cut him, because that's what Zoro does. By the way, the best character in One Piece in the history of One sure, Piece. sure. God damn it, I love Zoro. I'm going to slice up Buggy. Oh, wow, it didn't work. He has a devil's fruit because that's how One Piece works, right? It's a pirate adventure. Uh, devil's fruits are what give people superpowers, but they can't swim, which is contradictory to pirates, so yada yada. Mm. I'm going to slice him. It doesn't work because he has a One Piece. Oh, wow, we beat him. <claps> Villain of the week, guys. This is shown in anime. We did it. No. <laughs> buggy comes back 40 episodes later, right? Between his introduction and Logetown. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Some, something like that. And now, I also heard that his, I, I, I believe that there is no. Uh, his connection to Shanks is important. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, I'm very helpful. You said that. Do you not know what Buggy's history is? Uh, we know he used to run with Shanks. Okay. Well used that, to run in the same crew. As well, hold Shanks. on. That's that's enough to talk about right there, right? So, okay, I won't say anything further. Buggy is a one-off villain. He's a silly clown whose devil's fruit is that he can't get cut because his body separates. They beat him by kicking
0: his legs in the balls while his head is
1: attacking <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, because it's not a knife and he's, you know, knocked out. Mm-hmm. whoop do doo right? So that's a joke. Now you could write that off. Then you find out he comes back and you realize a little bit of his history is tied to Shanks. And you're like, oh, that's why we spent five issues on him. Why is he coming back? And then we're going to move on. Later, you get more backstory for him. Like, the ideal that a flavor of the week, a, a, a Frieza saga, an Android saga, a Cell saga, to put it into Dragon Ball Z's terms, Cell never comes back. Ever. No, once once the Cell cycle's done... It's done. There's no, there's no real use to Cell. Right, so if you like Shonen anime, you're like, okay, we're moving past this, right? One Piece is the epitome of... You're not past that, because that villain still exists. Because, again, Oda
0: doesn't kill them off, unless he thinks that there's a really good reason
1: to kill them off. And in the world, murdering people is something only certain people do, right? Only certain people are murderers. There's lots of pirates that are willing to beat the shit out of you. But only certain people, up to your point, are murderers. That's a big deal. Much like in real life, I will... If someone calls DJ a dickhead, I'll punch him in the head, but I will definitely not pull a gun out and shoot him. Mm -hmm. Much like in real life, it's all about asserting who you are. So in One Piece, it's not just kill your enemy. It's win and prove that you're worthy of the next thing. And guess what? You don't always win. Crocodile is a very good example of, no, no. You don't win. And Crocodile is also one of those people who is fully willing to murder someone. Oh my god. And then some. Like, Crocodile mm-hmm. openly murders millions... Like, not millions. Uh, hundreds of people. Well, plenty of extras die in one piece, by the way. Oh, so that's a good point. When it comes to death, it's it's it shows you why people live. Mm-hmm. Okay? Jake actually said that at the top, and we talked about it, and I would like to talk about it here. The uh, uh, injury is inconsistent, and I think that's not true. So there's a couple things you learn about in the show that expand about this. So, if Oh, you,
0: yeah, because, well, Jake was talking, like, what actually can hurt uh, Luffy, and I think we actually came through that pretty well. Right, so that's easy, right? He's a rubber man. Blunt objects
1: don't. In D&D terms, he has a resistant to blunt, to bashing damage. Right. If something is round or soft or flat, it hits him and bounces off because he's rubber, and if something is sharp or pointy, it cuts him because he's rubber. Mm-hmm. But to put that into terms of what we've talked about so far with what you've seen, like Mantra, right? Uh-huh. Mantra in, in the skypia arc that you've seen. Yep. There is things outside of Devil's Fruits that people have.
0: Right. Mantra seemed to be an innate ability that you were born with that you could use to detect things. So. Bingo.
1: So, like, the ideal, and, and this is something I attribute to Oda as masterful, even though people want him to lay it in the first goddamn 10 episodes and i don't here's a good let's stop right there real quick before i move on it's not a bad thing to want sharp concise storytelling Uh i'm not gonna argue that cowboy bebop is bad because it's only 30 episodes i'm never gonna say that death note is not bad because it's only 30 episodes what i'm saying is when your intent is long form storytelling you cannot hold it accountable to that of short form
0: and I will say that there's probably, de- I mean, there's definitely things where Oda is like, you know what? I hadn't thought of that, but here's what I've established and here's what I'm going to do with it later.
1: And that's I, one thing I actually like, attributed him as It's not necessarily
0: like he planned everything out. There's definitely improvisation that goes on in long-form storytelling like this. Some people will cite that as a bad thing, but it isn't necessarily a bad thing.
1: Well... His improvisation... Stories
0: evolve. Stories evolve, and sometimes the author doesn't
1: have them all planned out. The difference is, Oda does not take that improvisation lightly. Mm. He does not say, oh, that happened just because. He says, oh, shit, I made so-and-so this ability. I have to use it now. Mm. I can't just like be like, well, that was then, this is now. I have to say, well, that was then... Because of this From now. what I've
0: experienced, the guy keeps very good notes. And there's oh a bit God. of there's a bit of sleight of hand that goes on because a lot of the ways that an
1: arc will start in One Piece. I'm sorry, I was looking it says it's only thirteen minutes and that seems short. That's because we had to stop it. For Franny. Yes. Checkmate. Um
0: But the An arc will start. Right. And Luffy will blunder into something, and they'll be like, oh, there's some nonsense going on here, and you just have to accept that this is the way things Thanks. are. I think this is cool. We're going to do it. And it's very easy to see that and be like, this guy's just making this shit up as he goes along. He does not have a plan for this at all. And then as you go through the arc, they'll add like layers, and they'll be like, actually, no, this is this is explained by this, or this is the same as something else that happened. In- right. You know, let's let's give it a more concrete example. I can't. I'm a little too drunk to give a concrete. That's
1: example. fine. That's fine. I I can I can put what I think you're saying, right? Okay. So like, let's take uh, up to where are we at? Foxy Pirates. So you came out of Skypiea. Let's take up to Skypiea as an example of what one piece could be in a traditional anime, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a traditional unlocked potential anime. So you have Luffy. He starts and he finds a crew immediately. Let's say Nami and Zoro is their immediate crew. Because that part actually. They get them pretty quick. That's traditional anime, right? Mm -hmm. Then uh, he does uh, Burati, he gets uh, Sanji, and he does Arlong Park, and he gets uh, Nami officially, and we're moving on. Now, in a traditional anime, right? The Grand Line, which is the next big arc, would be some major villain. And he would overcome him on pure strength, not ingenuity, not creativity over the fact that his devil, his one piece. He would get some sort of big power up. Right. And that would would carry on forward. Super Saiyan 1, Super Saiyan 2, Super Saiyan 3. He would get some big power up. That would move on forward, right? Then you get to Alabasta. He would beat Cell. He would beat the big guy and be like, listen, I'm a Shikibukai. I'm one of the seven warlords because I beat yours. And then he gets that power. Then, you move on to Skypia, he experiences the undiscovered, the, every shonen anime ever has done this, the mythical story that you don't know is true. I actually think, now that I'm, like, ranting about this, the Skypia is a reflection of that, right? Every anime has done, or shonen anime, or actually, fuck that, every storytelling has done that thing where you don't believe the thing is real, (gasps) they find out it's real, what a surprise. Skypia is that. So, guess what happens when you find out that's a surprise? You become the top tier. Mm-hmm. And now you have to fight God. Basically. Yeah. Like, basically, in shonen anime terms, now you fight God, you win, anime ends. One Piece, on the other hand, is like you fight the second smartest guy in East Blue in Kiro, the guy from the Usopp story. Yep. You don't know who the first is yet, that's fine. You fight the second smartest. Alright, then you move into Barati where you fight the guy who made it to the Grand Line The guy with
0: the biggest crew in East Blue. He's like the most notorious the highest
1: bounty. But he couldn't make it in Grand Line. You beat him Oh wow, we're on our way to unlock potential Then you realize what it takes to get to Grand Line and you luck your way through it Sure Then you get to the Grand Line and you stumble onto this random island that you probably shouldn't have been on but the log poses and the way Oda writes it we make it there, and you experience and learn about what's happening in the ground line. Sure, you pick up Vivi. Sure, like, the never-ending expenditure of the fact that, hey, your world is building, not your character is building, I think is the greatest divide between what people want and what people get. So... I want to dial it back a little
0: bit at this point to talk okay. about actually what my history is with One Piece. Okay, go again. Sorry. Before, sorry. You, before you started uh, really getting me into uh, watching it hard. So, when I was a kid.
1: When I was a young boy. My father, he took, took me, into
0: me to the, the city. To see a marching band.
1: Gerard Way <laughs> writes comics. Continuing. Umbrella Academy. Correct. Netflix hit. And Doom Patrol, currently. Oh, he is writing Doom Patrol? Okay. He's writing a couple uh, titles, but Doom Patrol's a big one.
0: But when I was a kid, the... Um, four Kids picked up One Piece, of course. I've I, I probably mentioned this to you a lot, but... There was the infamous Four Kids double One Piece, and that was, unfortunately, my first exposure to it. And I looked at that and was like, Wow! Wow! This is some dumb shit. Fair, <laughs> and we'll talk about why later. So I, I didn't give it much of a look, but then I heard like some rumblings. You know, I, I've been of the internet my whole life, so I heard some rumblings like four kids really did the series a disservice. Like in Japan, it's basically w- what Naruto is to ninjas, One Piece is to pirates. Right. And at the time, I heard this. This was like pre Water Seven. They might have been in
1: Skype at the time. Oh okay yeah. So um uh, for for reference I'm uh 29 years old DJ's 32. 32 yes. Yeah. So just a little bit older so his teenage tsunami experience is vastly different. Yeah, this would have been like
0: life. the early 2000s. Right. So um I get to college. This is 2006-2007 freshman year. So my roommate's really big into anime. He's one of the people who keeps up with whatever's coming out seasonal in Japan. And he gets really into One Piece. And at the time, Water 7 is going on. I know it's Water 7 now, with context. Right. Well, no, at the time, Skypiea was... he Like, I remember when he was going through Skypiea, because he's like, Dude, they're, they're fighting God now. <laughs> and I'm like,
1: the fuck? Uh, it's worth noting real quick... Uh, Water so Skype is crazy we're going to talk about plenty and spoil it but Water 7 because DJ hasn't gotten there yet but he knows is widely considered arguably the best one piece arc ever and it's in the discussion of best shonen arcs ever mm-hmm. it is just godly continue so yeah um it's
0: so yeah he he's in like he's into it he's in water 7 he's watching it as it comes out in Japan right. and i'm like sure i'll check this out
1: i got up through baradier watching it in japanese with
0: with fan subs not oh, official subtitles because
1: just so we know let's not get into sub dub i'm going to go completely crazy there was no dub at the time Good. other than four kids okay so okay.
0: so the option was to watch to watch it fan subbed right. not officially translated right. but fan subbed and i watched it up through baradier and i was like this is great, but I have no
1: interest in going forward. Right, which up to Barati, fair. Sure, I'm, I'm, I'm on you so far.
0: And then I just kind of let it sit for a while until you kept bringing it up, and then I was like, you know what? By this point, it's been a long time. The series is way far ahead. A decade um, plus. mm Hmm. And everyone is still saying it's like the greatest thing, so there's got to be something to that. Mm-hmm. So I, I decided to start back over from the beginning. Now, by now, the Funimation dubs come out. I'm putting it on in the background while I'm doing other things with the dub on. So because I'd seen up to through Baradier and I'm like, well, this is just a refresher on what I uh, right. what I need to see, and so I don't need to pay rapt attention to it. And you mentioned earlier how I consider Baradiere to actually be a really good arc, but that's. Obviously not what I thought the first time through it, right? Um, but yeah, now now I'm pretty hooked on it. I want I, and I want to keep going, and that really kind of explains my history. But I, I think that will allow me to really get into why it is that I liked Baratier so
1: much, Ber- and the reason you like it so much is the reason I tell people to keep going. Baratier is. It
0: ages like a fine wine, as you exactly. Okay, you go. I mean, I guess let's 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 just start going through it from the beginning, because I think we can get up to Baratie really quick. Yeah, of course. So you've got Romance Dawn. That was it. Started as a short story that Oda wrote. A one. In the in the manga, he starts with Luffy's backstory, but that's episode four in the anime. Um, but you know, it goes over how Luffy became a pirate. How his meeting with Shanks and all that. Well, no, he knew Shanks for a while. It doesn't explain exactly, like, Luffy's entire deal. that He's just some kid in a town. He knows Shanks. He idolizes Shanks. Shanks is a cool pirate that everyone likes. Mm-hmm. He eats the gum-gum fruit, even though, by by accident, basically. So,
1: so, real quick. Shanks shows up to town. Luffy says, Damn, you're cool. Shanks says, Yeah, you're a pretty cool kid, too. Come with me. Luffy says... Follows him like a little brother, much like we have all done to certain friends in our lives. Says, hey, you're cool. Oh, my God. You're a freaking pirate? What's this? Eats the fruit. Becomes a rubber man. And Shanks goes, I see a future in you. Mm -hmm. That's basically all you know. And there's... So...
0: And, like, some trash pirates come into town. And they start trying to harass the bar. And Shanks is... And Luffy's like Shanks kick his ass. You show him what a real pirate does. And yeah, Shanks he's like, like
1: eight or something.
0: Yeah, and Shanks is like, no, it's not worth it. These guys are, these guys are like the dumbest pieces of shit, and I'm not gonna actually like dignify them with actually fighting them. But then later, they get belligerent in town. They take a hostage and point a gun to him, and he's like, "All right, you're you're trying to hurt, hurt innocent people in this town. I like the people here." You don't point a gun unless you're willing to pull the trigger, and then I think like Yasop shoots him or some shit. More or less, yeah. Like he you just, you're just like yeah, I'm willing to pull the trigger, and Yasop just shoots the guy, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm sh- I'm red haired
1: Shanks. Fuck it, I'm badass." Right, and he is. Uh... Ah, continue. It's so hard to, and this is what happened to Sarah when she spoiled the thing she did for her. I was like, I want to tell you everything (laughs) because that's what the show does though it yeah like what you've talked about right there happens in the first five episodes right yep and it's something that's like 600 episodes in i'm still feeling like they're not done showing me you're 200 in (laughs) they're not done showing me what you've already experienced but in a way that continues to elaborate.
0: Well, remember how Shanks didn't fight the guys until they threatened someone else in the Perfect town. Perfect example. Because that's going to be called back on in yeah.
1: Right. Perfect example. Luffy experiences the exact same thing and says, you know what? I've seen what a top tier pirate would do. Fuck you. Do your thing. I'm going to live my life. I'm not going to start a fight because I'm some tough guy
0: but as soon as that guy starts threatening innocent people he has to be like okay
1: breaks let's pump them and i'm gonna show you why you're wrong like that's that's that that literally epitomizes what i mean and i understand let me just stop right here i understand why an anime shouldn't go a hundred episodes before it gets real i get that I'm not saying you're wrong.
0: And there are pacing issues in the anime if we're going to be real. It does drag things out probably longer than they need to. 100%. And I know that the a manga is much more briskly paced. Right.
1: I'm not gonna say you're silly for giving up because you're not. It is but I think you're silly for claiming that it is equal to X. Mm. It is not. It is literally its own thing. and And you can't Tell this story. Can you imagine? Look at me in my eyes. Can you imagine them getting past Alabasta in under sixty episodes? No. Like if well, they there's just, so much going on in that that
0: you just you can't. But but you let's just let's
1: just say like like I me and you they skip load time they would have to skip load like time. there's
0: there's a few filler things that they probably well, there is some actual filler in Alabasta but, but let's just say done, but...
1: One Piece's filler is better than the real stuff is sometimes. Like C8 that you just experienced. C8
0: was great, yes.
1: Sometimes One Piece's filler is better than real story for story, which isn't a knock against One Piece. It's that it's not trying to buy time. It's trying to tell you the story. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I don't judge you for waiting. I judge you for saying that it's equal to X other story. It's not. it's It's one man who is telling one story only and is not a uh, 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 no offense. I guess I should say no offense here. The guy who made Yu Show and Hunter x Hunter, he's made two of the best animes Hunter ever. Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter, sorry. You don't pronounce the I, I, I always correct people and I'm just whatever. <laughs> um, he's made two of the best animes, right? You, you can agree that those are two very, very good. Maybe not the best, but very, very good. I, Oda's not even that guy. He has literally only wrote in one story in his life, written sorry, one story in his life. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot ask him to tell this at a different pace than it is, which is not excusing the bad stuff, a la, uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Drum Island that people don't like, the 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 pirate wapple or wapool. Um, it's not to excuse stuff like that, but it's to say that this is not replicable or comparable hmm. i am I'm just I'm, I'm trying it's like people it's like someone coming to you and be like well twilight isn't a midsummer night dream yeah. <laughs> no it's not i'm not saying either is good or bad obviously we know one's better than the other but the point is they're not comparable and and i don't understand how people can grab one piece so you're talking about
0: people being like well in naruto right yeah, why
1: didn't we already 16, finish we had why didn't we already finish our big tournament arc and show all his full power mm. because he fucking isn't even out of his hometown yet yeah like and it's not well because... i mean
0: if you keep that comparison going at like episode 170 in one piece you're in the thick of skypia and you're having a blast and in episode 170 in naruto you're in filler town, dicking around
1: forever. Or, uh, in the same vein of what Sarah said, in the episode—this is a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler—you don't get Luffy's history until the 500s, 400s. Like, it's not a negative— Other than what we were just talking about. Right, you get lots of—you don't get more of, I guess I should say. You don't get—it's It. It's never forgotten, Right. I don't tell you an entire character's history and then expect you to watch a hundred episodes. I tell you why he started. And then a hundred episodes later, I tell you why that was important. And then a hundred episodes later, I tell you who was with him. And then a hundred episodes later, I tell you why that person was with him. That's what I mean. It's not like, let me just give you everything and make you wait. It's no, no, no. It's let me give you what's necessary for this story and show you how that evolves.
0: And if I set something down, I'm not going to forget it.
1: Nothing is forgotten. I'm trying to think of the most prudent example up to your time. Like, the most aggressively pinpoint version of how nothing's forgotten. Well, the joke about Usopp's I can't go on the island sickness. Okay, sure. Because <laughs> sure.
0: sure. that just keeps coming back. It
1: never stops. I mean, hell, you're even given Vivi way before Crocodile. Yes. You're giving Vivi, like... Yeah, Vivi shows up way before the Alabasta arc. You're giving Vivi, and
0: everyone's like, oh, she's a crew member, right? No. Let's keep going with this. Right. So the Shanks stuff happens. Right. Shanks, uh, Luffy falls in the water. He's about to drown, get eaten by a monster. Shanks dives in to save him, loses an arm. Right. Luffy is like, you're the coolest person ever, and I'm going to model my life after you. He trains for ten years, then he sets out to become a pirate. Right. We join him, floating in a barrel. Right. And the rest of Romance Dawn happens. He, get, he runs afoul of some marines. He recruits Zoro to his cause.
1: Oh, well, hold on. Let's say who Luffy is real real fast. If Luffy likes you, you don't... This is why I am Luffy. <laughs> if Luffy likes you, you do not get a decision on if he's a part of your life. Uh-huh. It's done. Luffy is your friend. Luffy is your captain in this specific scenario. And Zoro
0: is introduced as like an infamous bounty hunter. Wait, he's the pirate hunter. Not bounty hunter.
1: Pirate hunter.
0: Specifically takes down pirates and turns them in for bounties.
1: And Luffy goes, oh, you're tied up and going to be executed tomorrow? And Zoro goes, no, I'm going to be released. And And Luffy goes, oh, no, no, no. I just heard. You're executed. And Zoro goes, well, fuck. <laughs> what am I going to do? Join the crew. It's mm. literally all you can do. Luffy exploits friendship and Zoro exploits freedom. Mm. It's not a one-way thing. It's a two-way thing.
0: Everyone kind of has their own goals. Right. Zorro, Luffy wants to be king of the pirates. Yeah. He wants to find the legendary One Piece,
1: which was hidden away at Raftel by Gold D. Roger. Right. No one knows anything about it other that, No one knows anything about it. And most people aren't actually going for it, because right. getting to Raftel is an ordeal in and of itself, and... And the point of Goldie Rogers saying there is a One Piece was literally just to make pirates revolt. Pirates are everywhere. Yeah, pirates
0: Pirates came out, a lot of people were going for it initially, but, you know, eventually the cream rises to the top, in the words of Macho Man Randy Savage. As <laughs> always. So um, and the... Bonesaw is ready! <laughs> Eventually, the pirates that were really good at it realized, you know what is much easier than getting to Raftel and navigating the Grand Line and the whole log post system? Is just being the biggest pirate in this sea... Being the shit out of up, anyone yeah. that comes in and taking their money. Yeah, exactly. That That's much easier than getting there, so I'm just going to do that for the rest of my life instead of trying to... Chase some treasure and be king of the pirates. But Luffy is not about that. Right. Luffy Luffy
1: wants that. He has his eye on the prize. And for good reason. Luffy's whole life... So his brother is the right-hand man to one of the strongest pirates in the world. Porkus the Ace. Porkus the Ace is right-hand man to Whitebeard. The -hmm. strongest pirate in the world. His grandfather is one of the highest-ranking Navy pirates. Uh, generals. I didn't know that. Yeah, you did. I don't think I know that. You've met, uh, shit, what's his name? God damn it, what's his name? It's a, it's a, it's a, str- you've met his grandfather. I, 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 f- f- I know, I well, know, I don't know you. if it,
0: they mentioned that he's his grandfather. You've met his grandfather. I, I don't think they mentioned Luffy's grandfather.
1: Yeah, in the first meeting they talk about it. Do they? Well, then I won't say his name just in case, but they do. Okay. So, uh you meet that his grandfather works for the navy? You don't know uh you know that his father is one of the revolutionaries mm. Dragon D Monkey. Monkey D Dragon, sorry. Yeah, I think they did mention that. Well, that's in Logtown. And then there's
0: there's something really
1: big When about- Luffy's about to be executed in Logtown, his father is standing on the building. Right. And is and they're like his father is a revolutionary. The revolutionaries you know nothing about yeah no no they literally are not pirates are not Navy. That's all you know. And we know that there's
0: something significant about the initial D right about not the anime initial D but
1: right, right, right. <laughs> um, and, and and his life is fulfilled with all of these powerful figures. but for him, what's more important than any of that father revolutionary, grandfather Navy, brother uh, pirate. I just want to be free. I want to be able to make any decision I choose along the way. Mm -hmm. Which is, I think, insanely important to establish from day one, which they do. Mm -hmm. Because literally, the entire 900 episodes is about Luffy going, that sounds pretty rad. I want to check that out. I'm going to do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know there's other shit in the world. I know I want to be Pirate King. I know I want the One Piece. I know I want to protect, save rescue kill yada yada but that sounds really cool and i'm gonna do it like that's his whole being it's incredible when i'm sitting at raftel and
0: i have the one piece in my hand and i'm king of the pirates i don't want to say yeah i heard about skypea but i didn't go there
1: right i want to sit there and be like that was awesome also uh, uh, Fishman Island also uh, fucking uh, all blue that uh, Sanji wants also whatever he wants to be like that thing yeah I did it. Yeah I didn't back down from the Foxy Pirates when they challenged me to a Back game. Yeah they took Chopper and I could have gotten him back but instead I took the horse. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, re- I'm happy you found that. <laughs> like the point is that I experienced not everything, but whatever the hell I wanted to. That's why in the moments like the Foxy Pirates, like we're watching right now, he won. The guy immediately challenged him again. And it wasn't a question of what could I lose, what might I win. He didn't have
0: anything to lose at that point. Yeah, it was like,
1: this sounds fun. Go for it. And that moment's technically filler from what I understand. Let's not get into One Piece filler versus not. Okay, DJ explained to me that filler is anything that's not in the manga. Yes. Anything
0: that was, technically just anything that was not written by the author. Right. Though, like, even then, sometimes, like, the movies are considered filler, but I know Oda actually directed several of the movies. Right. And they're also considered to be very good. So Even some of the ones he didn't direct are
1: considered to be very good. So, in watching it, things that I thought were anime because, or filler, because they were so... Goofy. just goofy like long ring long lake uh long ring long island it turns out to actually be something Oda did and something that is so grounded in the world of one piece like c8 that i thought was real was filler uh huh like
0: yeah c8 was entirely an invention of the anime oda didn't have any hand in writing that the show does
1: not do filler it's not filler i do not honestly believe it's filler i
0: feel like no, what 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 it is is that the the people running the show, the people writing it, the people directing it, have a very firm grasp of the characters and a very strong respect for the story. So when it comes time for them to write filler, they really do respect the voices of the characters and the way they right. act.
1: And well, not only that, right? So it's easy to write a silly offhand story where where fucking uh, light acts like light, right? I have no death. No, it has no fillers, but I'm using this as an extreme. Sure, sure. It's easy to write that light feels like light, right? It's another thing to write characters, history, backstories that actually play into the real manga. It's another thing to take tried and true characters that are a part of the story and put them into quote unquote filler, which does happen in one piece. Right, and like if
0: you look at it from the strictest sense, if you deleted C eight from the story, it doesn't really change anything. Mm-hmm. They they at the end of C eight, they're at the exact same spot they are at in the beginning of C eight.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're doing good on the wine. No, I just want to make sure because I'm actually almost out of my glass. Same. cool. Give it one less clink. Uh, no, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I agree. And but. C8 is such a great chance to
0: let the characters just be themselves
1: uh,
0: while putting to use the knowledge that they learned in Skypia while also having really well written original characters because Jonathan is super interesting. Well, let's just take C8
1: as let's just start with C8 because I know pretty much up to this point the only other big filler arc is the dragon.
0: There was the dragon, there was the the weird time distortion thing, which I actually thought was a pretty cool filler arc, too.
1: So let's take C8, right? And then there was a
0: bunch of filler uh, right after Alabasta where each character was given their own like original story where True. they got to do a thing. Like I remember one that was particularly memorable where Sanji had to help a guy make curry.
1: Right. So these are funny, right? They also help improve on the character, but let's just say they're funny. Let's take C8 solely. A traditional filler arc is either A, nonsense, or B, a reason to show the protagonist win really all it is is the show's gotten too close to where the manga's at. Right, You need to buy a little time. So let's pump the brakes. So let's take something like C A. right? They don't win. They don't lose. But they also don't not learn. Right. Of course, everything has to re- kind of return to the status quo at the end. And it does. And it does. But, but... in C8, you could easily be like, So what happens is they land in a naval base after coming out of Skypiea because they're falling from the sky.
0: Yeah, and then some shenanigans happen. The the, the Navy tries to capture them. They fail, and they get out. Right. And when they get out, they're in the exact same
1: condition they were when they got out. Right. And that could be easy, right? Oh, they beat the Navy, and they're sailing off. Mm -hmm. But what One Piece chooses, the writers, the directors, the artists choose to do, is not strong guy stronger protagonist, we win and get away, and now we're back where we were. What they choose to do is, let's show you how all these characters act. Zoro gets loft. Nami wants gold. Uh, Usopp tries to lie his way through it. Sanji cooks food. Like Also, it's fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. Condoriano! <laughs> right. Uh, Chopper helps sick people. It shows. Oh, Chopper's actually great in that art. So it shows the history of what that character is, and why they would fit in, and then at the end... It doesn't just show a knockout punch. It shows them basically luckily get away like, oh, by the way. But in a way that feels earned. Right. It's in a way that's true to the characters. Luffy (laughs) would totally hold a squid in his pants. Yeah. That's stupid and funny. And he pulls it out and they don't get away by entire luck. They don't get away by entire skill. They get away because the circumstances of the situation play to the character's strengths. That would be a complete left field choice by the captain that does not think through decisions and acts on impulse against a man playing chess. Mm. Which is that whole arc, by the way. It's it's the main bad guy saying, I'm one step ahead of
0: you. Yeah, the main bad guy is basically L, if we're keeping the Death Note thing going on. Very close to L.
1: But Luffy's just Luffy. The bad guy is... No, no, no. If you want to make it Death Note, go part two. The bad guy... Is uh, uh what the fuck's the protege of L N Beer or whatever yeah. his name is? Yeah, and Luffy is the dumbass protege of Light that forgets about the safe that gives away his whole plan. <laughs> Luffy's the guy who's just like, I'm just trying to do my thing. <laughs> Luffy's like, I just remembered, or I just fell upon, or eh, fuck it, let's try this. Mm-hmm. Like the that that I don't I don't know. I I don't know. I feel like I'm getting... I feel like I get dangerously close to... Jake said I was gatekeeping and he was right when it comes to Subverse Dub, which I will die on that hill. Yeah, sure. Fine. I will happily die on that hill. But if you watch 40 episodes of One Piece, which gets you through Arlong Park, if you watch 40 episodes of One Piece and say, this isn't for me, I respect you and that's fine. If you watch 40 episodes of One Piece and say, this is a bad story you're wrong. Mm. There's no objectivity here. You're wrong. And I didn't say that. No, so no, I... no, not you. I'm, t- I'm saying this aloud to like people out there who give it quote-unquote a shot. Sure, in a normal show, that is a shot. I agree. You gave it way more than you should. But you cannot say it's bad. But, but yeah. So, like,
0: Luffy recru- recruits Zoro. After that, he fights Buggy. He recruits Nami. After that, he fights Kuro, he recruits Usopp, and then we get to Baradier. And I think now, I, I think I should finally talk about why I like Baradier so much. Even okay. like, Everyone says Arlong Park is great, and I don't disagree it's, with that. It's phenomenal. Because it, it does have some great moments. And honestly, in a vacuum, like Baradier versus Arlong Park. Arlong Park's the better arc. I but Baradier does something interesting. You go to this restaurant in the middle of the sea. You introduce Sanji. The restaurant is ridiculous, but this is what I was <laughs> yeah, talking God. about earlier. It, you come up with a ridiculous concept, but then you're like, no, actually, here's why it works in the context of this world. Because it's like, okay, there's a restaurant in the middle of the ocean. It's run by people who completely disrespect the well, customers. Well, well,
1: let's get that right out the way. Everything is in the middle of the ocean. Oh, yeah. This world is a water planet. It's Waterworld. Kevin Costner is out there somewhere. Mm. It's Waterworld.
0: So, yeah, there's this restaurant in the middle of the ocean. It seems ridiculous, but later you learn that the guy who founded the restaurant uh, spent, like, months on an island starving to death, and the idea of anyone being adrift at sea and starving to death is just, like, the worst possible fate to him, so he wanted to build a restaurant on the ocean, so that people wouldn't have to suffer through the same thing he did. Right. And I'm like, wow, that's actually a really interesting and touching thing. But that's not the reason
1: I like the arc so much. Right. And that's also not even the truth of the story. Like, with Sanji and their history. Right. But
0: the arc sets up a big thing where this, this guy, Don Krieg, is going to show up. And he's the biggest and baddest thing uh, in the East Blue but he went to the Grand Line and couldn't make it a week there because he was fucked up by this one
1: dude. Because the Grand Line is real. Does it ever say who beats him? I don't remember. It's it's Mihawk. Oh, right, right, right,
0: Mihawk just sails along, and he has an armada, and Mihawk just wipes out the armada, so numbers don't mean don't mean shit.
1: In the Grand and, Line, nothing means shit. And
0: yes, Don Krieg is the main villain of the arc. and in a normal shonen anime, you know, you'd have the build-up to fighting Don Krieg, then you fight him, and... That's it. Yeah. And that does happen. Yep, But in the middle of the arc,
1: Mihawk shows up. Oh, God. Does he? Zoro is the best character in shounen anime history. I'm not disagreeing with okay, you.
0: Okay. 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 So just, you know, Don Krieg is squaring off. He's going to besiege this restaurant. The, like, they feed him. He comes back on the Grand Line starving. They feed him because, Well, again, they feed
1: his, his crew. Feed him and his crew, yes. Right.
0: Because again, uh, Zeph can't bear to see anyone starving to death. Right. Like no matter how horrible of a person they are. And he knows that Don Krieg is horrible. Sanji knows that Don Krieg is horrible, but they're going to feed him anyway. Right. And they do, and Don Krieg immediately once he gets his energy back, decides to be horrible and yeah. decides And his whole thing to... is he
1: has weapons upon weapons upon weapons.
0: Uh and so he's going to use his crew and he's going to besiege Baratier, and he's going to take everything and Take them for what they're worth. Pirates. And, yeah, there's this big thing. Don Krieg's armada surrounding Baratier. Luffy and the crew have been roped into helping defend it.
1: Because they're just trying to get a meal.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Luffy's actually been indebted to them because he accidentally damaged the restaurant.
1: <laughs> As he does. Mm.
0: But they're squaring off. You think it's setting up for the big fight, and it is,
1: but Mihawk sails in in the middle of this. Uh, uh, Mihawk is the world's greatest swordsman. He's one of the Shikibukai. Yep. He floats on, and he's
0: our introduction to the concept of them as well.
1: Right? They show it, that he is what shows you what the Shikibukai is. He is literally on like eight logs tied together, and literally just a seat in the dead center. He just floats. He just uh-huh. floats. He does and.
0: Up to this point, Zoro has been an unstoppable
1: badass, and he keeps saying, "I am going to be." Luffy is the pirate king. Zoro is the world's greatest swordsman. That's what we know, right? And Zoro gets this
0: this great backstory about the, this girl that he was was raised with, who was the daughter of the Swordmaster, and she also dreamt of being the greatest swordsman, but was worried that you know being a woman was going to hold her back, and but she was always better than Zoro. Right. And Zoro could never beat her. And before he could ever beat her, she just died of something unrelated. She just, like, fell down the stairs and died or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. It was just, like, one of those very, like, cheap, tragic... Like, he wanted this romantic thing where he eventually finally trains and through his hard work bests her in combat. But she just dies. Right. And he's like, I'm never going to get that satisfaction. I'm never actually going to, to no, overcome her. No, if I'm better. Her. And so the only way I can know that that I've ever bested her, the only way that I can honor her legacy is by becoming the best swordsman in the world. And up to this point, he and everyone he's come across, right. Mihawk rolls in. And
1: says, I will use the smallest yeah. blade I've I have. I've got a butter
0: knife on me.
1: Quite literally. It's the handle of his sword that's just this little, like, it's like a it's like a 2-inch blade yeah. and he beats the shit out of Zoro with it.
0: Yeah. But Zoro is just like, you know, okay, yeah, you've beaten me, uh, but I'm not going to turn my back to you. Uh, like a a scar on my back. Like if I die getting hit in the back, then that's shameful, so you know, come on. And and, and
1: Mihawk says, "I will do you the honor." of using my true weapon. Like I use this as a as a as a show, I will bring out my sword, which by the way, that sword gets lore later. Mm-hmm. I will bring out my sword and give you a true honors like injury basically and slices him across the chest.
0: And the injury is so big it takes Zoro out for the rest of the arc and it takes Zoro out for most of the next arc too. True.
1: Well, I freaking cuts him in half almost. Yeah. Um
0: and then Mihawk leaves. Yeah, and then that, that's 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 all he does in the arc. I uh, know he
1: says, "I look forward to meeting you one day" or something right. like that. He's and like, he leaves. He's like, "I didn't kill you because I know what you can be. Have a good one." And that's all of him in that arc. Yeah,
0: and then it goes back to what you what you thought it was going to be, where Luffy's fighting Don Krieg, and it it
1: it ends up that way. And but but even that's not the end. So he fights Don Krieg, right? Because Don Krieg wants to take ship, and he's like, alright, fuck you. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And I did. Again, that could end any number of ways. But instead, Zeph and Sanji are like, holy fuck, this guy means what he says, speaks the truth, is living up to his dream. So Zef says, "Uh, uh, uh, Sanji, you want all blue. Like, you've worked your life, you've dedicated your life to me, to be the world's greatest chef. You ain't going to get that here. Go with this kid that just literally saved our lives. And he sends him off.
0: And that's great. And that the end of that arc is great. And how Sanji joins the crew is great. But what I really want to drive home is. The Mihawk thing. It doesn't come up again in the next arc. It doesn't come up again in the arc after that either. Has it come up since you've. He's been in the
1: background. But. Right. Oh, he did show up to the meeting of the Shikibu guy, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah, yeah, he was there. And
0: but it's done so much to establish what the world is. Right. Like it, it really adds to the impact of the Grand Line is not fucking around. Well, so let me just lay. So, like, there's a lot of things it does. Right. One, the Grand Line is not fucking around. Two, it is our introduction to the Seven Warlords. Right. And. If we don't know what the seven warlords are and we don't know how powerful they are. We know what one of them is. If we don't know that, then Crocodile doesn't hit as hard as a villain when we get to Alabasta. Alabasta
1: is not as good as it is if it isn't for Baratier. 100%. I agree. Because that shows you what a Shikibukai is capable of. Which leads you to what the Grand Line is because uh, fucking Don Creek couldn't survive there. Which leads you to, Crocodile is not only on the grand line, he's one of the Shikibu guys. What the hell are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's, there's threads that have been set up in Baratier
0: that haven't even been paid off. Because as you said, at, at this point, Mihawk is
1: still there. They have not forgotten about him, but he hasn't played a major role since this point. Well, so, so it says, it states early on, and you know this, Mihawk plays by no rules. Right, Mihawk is a Shikibukai by title only. Mm. That comes up. He's a Shikibukai because
0: nobody wants to tell him otherwise, and that's
1: what I—that's that's why I don't—that's why I'm saying this. Like, it's not a spoiler. It's not any of this. Mihawk is a Shikibukai because you can't do anything other than that. He doesn't have a crew, so he'll never be other terms and and things that you don't know yet. <laughs> he can't be beaten, so you can't make him a navy admiral. But also You can't really put a bounty on him. You can't put a bounty on him. Nobody's gonna
0: take him down.
1: He is He is like someone they give you day one that you're like, okay, here's Mihawk. I guess we're gonna fight him. You're 214 episodes in. Have you seen him again since? We've seen him, but we haven't fought him. What what once since, right? And it's it's just in the background, like he's. He's yeah, floating okay. by. Mm. Yeah. That's my point, is like, sure, a Shikibukai is nothing compared to an Admiral to a yonko. But the show is like, no, 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 no. These are just specific pirates we really couldn't do anything about. Like, there was a line that had to be drawn and an understanding that had to be made to make these people. Crocodile took it to gain power. Mihawk took it to say, leave me the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much dynamic in the world of One Piece that is unknowable, untouchable, unexplainable, Uh yet... I think that really is what brings it full circle. The, the way I
0: feel about Baratier, and that that's really what makes One Piece so special, is that you don't know it because it's not super relevant to the plot of, of Baratie. Because okay. the plot is, at the end, it's, it's, it's introducing Sanji, and it's Luffy versus Don Krieg. Right.
1: But there's so much being laid well, down in let's there. Let's use the- one last example. Portugues D. Ace. Yes. He shows up, right? And they're like, holy fuck, this is Luffy's brother. Like, wait, are you kidding me? This is Fire Fist Ace? Everyone says it throughout that arc. Mm-hmm. Fire Fist Ace? Are you serious? <laughs> and he just... Also, it's not lost on me that Luffy has Mr.
0: Fantastic's power and uh, Ace has Human Torch's power.
1: You're you're in for a treat. <laughs> um, So you have Fire Fist Ace shows up like, holy fuck. Fire Fist Ace, Luffy's brother. Oh my god, he's a member of Whitebeard. Oh my god, this is gonna be great. He disappears. Nothing. Yeah. He leaves. has gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have this buildup of what could potentially be the biggest team up, the biggest power game, the biggest crew member add-on. You have what could be the I... pinnacle of a team, and you just like, hey, Luffy, I love you. I'll see you in a little bit. Because of
0: my early conception of it, I actually had in my head the idea that Ace plays a huge role in Alabasta, which is not true. Not true. He is introduced there.
1: Yeah, he's introduced only, and they even tell you why he's introduced, right? He is scouring the Grand Line, searching. That's what he's doing. You know, you, that's all you know. He's scouring the Grand Line. and, and like, You think that's going to be important to the arc, but it isn't. It isn't it at all. Yeah, He shows
0: up. He's Luffy's brother. This should but be... But that doesn't mean it's unimportant. That it, It's easy, I think, if you're going into it with a skeptical mindset to be like, Oh, Oda just forgot what he was writing. Ugh,
1: plot hole. Yeah. Where's this
0: plot? It's like, way, way, way. pump your brakes there, chief. <laughs> no, he's he's playing the long game.
1: Here. Yeah, he's playing the long game in so many ways. I mean, like we pointed out with Buggy earlier, nothing is about what you're seeing. It's about the end. And and and, and I joked about it at and, the very beginning of the podcast. The ending could, in theory, tank this whole story, that this whole podcast. <laughs> but the point is, 980 episodes of consistency? I don't even care. You said not to say consistency. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. 980 episodes of escalation? Mm-hmm. I don't care if the last 50 is trash. A thousand episodes of escalation? Because the final, by the way, the current arc is hype. I'll just All say right. that. I'm not going to. The current arc, I've been following it. I don't necessarily watch it, but I follow it. The current arc. Is hype. You can't and, and it doesn't matter who it's about, it doesn't matter which character, which protagonist, which side character, which navy, which which yada yada. It doesn't matter. The world is hype. You you can't discredit it. You just can't. And when I when
0: I tried to get into it initially, when my roommate in college was describing it to me, I think I did fall victim to that trap. Because I do remember when I watched Baradier really being like Mihawk is cool. He's definitely going to come back next, right? And I talked to my roommate, who was much further ahead of me, and I'm like, he's up at Water 7, and I'm like, hey, Mihawk comes back, right? You're 300 episodes in. Surely he's come back by now. And my roommate was like, I think I saw him, like, once. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Well, that means that whoever's writing this doesn't actually give a shit, and they're just throwing shit at the wall, right? No. But history has proven that to be untrue.
1: Right. You're, 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 you're. I Like,
0: Matt. I had the idea that, I had the idea that 300 episodes in, it must be nearing the end. But
1: that is not the case. Uh, so currently, so that's why I'm like, smack my head. Like, Matt listening to this is like, mm-hmm. but blank. Um, we are currently, according to Oda, about 60 to 70% through. Mm-hmm at 900 blank episodes and 1,000 plus chapters. That means that it will wrap up around 2025, 2026, for the manga slash anime. The anime will come later. Mm -hmm. To to, to Mihawk specifically, you've heard of... Oh, God. Never mind. (laughs) Mihawk specifically is one of those things that's the perfect example of, I can't tell you, Please believe. Like, Mihawk is the epitome of that. Mihawk is everything. But you see him in episode 50. No, 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 no. Episode 30. And then again in episode 500. Like, you, I can't, like, you just have to know that it's not freestyle. So, so uh, Oda has said since day one, like, he knows what he wants. I know what I want the story to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to just tell you. I'm not going to rush you and I'm not going to come up with a cheap excuse. Like if I told you I'm going to punch DJ, would the, would the, would the easy explanation be, he said one piece sucks. So I stood up and punch him. No, the easy explanation would be he made a side remark that Jake hears and Jake tells me that he made a remark about my wife. So I confront him and he says it's not true. So then I take my time to sit around and Craig's like, I heard DJ talking trash about your wife. So then I show up to his house and he tries to fool me and then I punch him. Like the, the beauty is that the fact that the story is not literally a plus B equals C it's a plus a one plus a two divided by yada yada. It, it, it's never-ending.
0: Right, and as you said, we tend to compare things to things we know. Of course. But I think that you're right, that One Piece is a pretty unique beast in terms of that, and that comparing it to something
1: else does it a disservice. Let me just say, right from the get-go, as far as art goes right, if you compare a movie to a movie, that's generally fair, and most of these directors have lifelong discographies. Uh, screenwriters, uh, directors, producers. Like, they have work they've worked on. Oda has never worked on anything else. Right, and I think that One Piece is attempting to do
0: something that... Will never be done again. I, I don't think anything else has really attempted to do it in the same way. And if they have, they haven't done it as well as what this is. So it's easy to become incredulous to it because you're like... You try to compare it to something to get a frame of reference... But at some point, you just have to understand that
1: it's its own beast. Right. Well, let's just use final t- talking point, because it is time to be done. Yes. Final talking point. I think point.
0: we've gone over a lot of the things we want to Oh, my to, God.
1: So. I'm sure. I don't know. Final talking point, right? Uh, uh, the age-old topic of Shonen anime of unlocked potential. Luffy wins, right? Right. You know for a fact, that's not true. Luffy, the single man, the Goku, the Naruto... The Yu Yu whatever. <laughs> whatever, yes, Yu Yu
0: Hakusho. The not Youske, you're a it's not Yusuke Urameshi. It's Yu
1: Yu. Whatever it may be, loses more than he wins. I'll tell you that right now with confidence, because it doesn't change the show. Because the show is not about Luffy. So if you watch this show wanting Luffy to power up and win in a hundred episodes and be done with it, you're an idiot and you're wrong. I'm just, I'm just gonna put that out there. He does not get stronger and win. He builds, he, he gains connections, he gains friends, he gains relationships, he gains uh, advantages, disadvantages, he gains locations, he gains like any number of scenarios in his life are important to who he becomes in the end. Luffy 200 episodes in is not stronger than Luffy 50 episodes in. Like pure strength. He is not Super Saiyan 3, 2, Kaioken 1. He's not. He's the same Luffy, but the world has moved. That's what I have to say to you if you've never watched One Piece and if you're ever interested. The world is moving. Luffy is a part of the world. That's it. Sure. And, and the Straw Hats, sorry. The Straw Hats as a whole. Because Zoro is another good example of that. Right. And I think I'll give you
0: what I think would be my thing that I'd want you to take away if you are trying to get into One Piece and you're doing it by saying, Well, I heard this is this is the pirate version of Naruto. Or this is the anime version of Game of Thrones. You're inherently thinking it the, about it the wrong way. You're approaching right. it the wrong way. Right.
1: One Piece is its own thing. Well, my favorite thing about what you said months ago was... Imagine if your DM, your, your, your GM, your Dungeon Master, your Game Master didn't want the story to end uh-huh that's my favorite way of explaining one piece you get to the end of an arc and you don't want it to end so add a story there is actually a bit of D and D in its dna i think i would probably agree i don't know quite enough about it but yeah i
0: mean you you go to an, the the log post system is basically just <laughs> yeah. designed to be an adventure generator yeah you have to, the log pose is a thing in the Grand Line where you have a, if you want to navigate it, you have to have a special compass called log pose, which is magnetically attuned to the next island in a chain of islands. Right. When you get there, if you stay there for a long enough time, it can be a matter of hours or it can be a matter of years. But if you stay there for a long enough time, it will eventually attune to the next island in the chain. And that's how you go through the Grand Line. You hop island to island using the log poses. But it basically means that every time they come to a new island they have to explore it and interact with what's there and right. That's a great adventure hook generator. Right. If you if you were a DM and you were like, I want to I have this party and I want to keep giving them challenges, I can just be like, Well yeah, the log post directs you to this island. It's going to take a while to attune. You don't know how long. You should explore. Maybe someone can tell you how long it will take to attune. Right. Maybe you'll find something interesting there. Maybe something will catch your fancy. Right. Maybe there's treasure. Maybe you should.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, even in, in modern uh, pop culture like uh, term, like, uh, uh, I've ranted about this in the chat. Um, stories ending, right? I'm a big fan of stories just freaking ending. Stop money grabbing, right? So let's, let's imagine you love Harry Potter. With all your being. Mm-hmm. And then they make Fantastic Beasts. And mm-hmm. whatever the hell the sequel was. The Secrets of Grindelwald or whatever. The, who cares, right? The Crimes of Sequester Grund- Grundleplit MD. Yeah, sure. And they end up getting the age of characters wrong. The times of historical stamps wrong. That and Dumbledore just isn't gay enough. And Dumbledore isn't gay anymore. Like, they set all these standards in the prequel that the original set, right? You're pissed. Right now, you're watching One Piece. That will never happen. A a character, a plot development, a, a descriptor, a history, a fucking, literally anything will never get the treatment of misplaced language, misplaced information. That doesn't happen. So if you ever are curious about a story continuing and staying true. That's what One Piece is. Everyone loves to see Star Wars get another episode, even if they hated the last one. How many people hated A New Hope? How many people hated Return of the Jedi? And how many people bought tickets to The Last Jedi? You see what I'm saying? You'll rant about how much you hate what's came out, and yet you'll still hope the story continues. One Piece is that, but with a satisfying story. So far. Uh, Thusly. Thusly, right, right, right.
0: Again, history could invalidate this, but so far, I think it's worth the benefit of the
1: doubt. I'm not even going to say history will invalidate this. A thousand episodes, DJ? One thousand? Yeah. One thousand episodes? 980, whatever? Come on. Come on. I'm just wine drunk, but come on! We have, in fact, finished the bottles at this
0: point. Yeah,
1: so we're I both pretty good. <laughs> I didn't think One Piece would run it the whole time. I wanted to talk about Watchmen some more, but I'll save that for Craig. Yeah, I mean, you still have like a chapter to finish with that. So issue twelve, baby, and I've yeah. got Doomsday Clock over there that I'm going to show you when we're done. Because when I oh, get hell yeah. drunk, I like to show people comic books. Well, I'm feeling pretty active, drunk, and too, Piper's but... loving her zone. Oh yeah, we got a pod dog. Yeah, pod dog. But um, no, I just I I, I realize if you made it this far. You're clearly interested in some capacity. Watch yeah, one take the piece. Plunge. Give it give it time. And, and if the anime is too slow for you, to pick up the manga. That was gonna be the next thing I was gonna say. I understand if you get X amount of hours into mo- uh, one uh, the anime because I get it. You can read a few issues of the manga in a, an eighth of the time, a fraction of the time, and get the whole story. You may not experience it the same way, but you will definitely understand and appreciate it the same way. And I, I I just, I would love to see more people that hate it for its length, love it for what it does right.
0: And, you know, honestly, big things are happening in it. It would be a shame not to be in on
1: this. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to wrap up in a few years. Uh, currently, the arc that's going on right now, I will just say, is a spoiler free issue. Um, the Yonkos that I addressed earlier. Um, I have no idea what those are. That's fine. Um, they are, <laughs> 900 episodes in, finally shown in their mm-hmm. real capacity and why they have been what they are. Like, it took 900 episodes. I get it. That's a lot. Read the manga if you want to do it in a month as opposed to a year. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. So good. And we're going to watch it tomorrow. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Hunky Dory, One Piece, watch it. We love it. DJ is starting to love it, and I'm loving watching it with him, and we're having a great time. I think we should replace all those
0: statues we tore down recently with pi- statues of the Straw Hats.
1: If we could get one of each Straw Hat crew member in in uh, across the United States, I'd be sold.
0: Yeah, you know what? You could you could argue that. You know the straw hats were an idea conceived in Japan, so they're not—they're not American. But you know who's not American is Columbus, and he's way shittier than the straw hats are.
1: Hey, you coming after my United States of America, buddy? Not a political. Podcast. Not a political. Oh, you're oh, right. You're right. Not a political podcast. So we'll stop it right there. The point is, we love it, and we love you, and thank you for listening to another episode of Men of the Machine. I am Kevin, and I'm DJ, and thank you for listening. It's a knife. it's a, it's a I was busy, dreaming about taking you apart. And as you can see, over here we have the men of the machine.